Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Better Self Project. The Better Self Project is a podcast about self-improvement, self-development, and self-empowerment. We are here for busy adults who want to learn practical tips and strategies that will enable them to cultivate a better self. Without further ado, let's get into it. Friends, welcome to the Better Self Project podcast. My name is Kyle, and with me, as always, is the lovely Pamela. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing a podcast today. We're going to do a podcast all about calories. We're going to talk about the misconceptions of what calories are. We're going to talk about what they actually are. We're going to talk about what they are not, which is something that we need to obsess over. It's not something that we need to place any of our self worth in. If we're tracking our calories, our personal self worth doesn't have to be involved at all. It can just be a metric to pay attention to, track if that's something that you want to do. You certainly don't have to, but I think it's good to at least have the knowledge of what these things are and just defining terms. And what would you like to say about calories? Yeah, I think most of us that are adults at this point in our lives were raised to believe that calories were something good or bad, that eating a certain amount of them defined us or our eating habits as good or bad, but the reality is that's not what calories are. Calories are a unit of measurement. Yeah, calories are simply a measure of energy expenditure. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what that means and talk about how they shouldn't be a measure that negatively impacts your quality of life. They aren't a measure of emotion. Yeah, that's the thing. Calories are not good or bad. It's not like you eat certain calories from one food group and that means that all of those calories are good and another food group, all those calories are bad. They're a tool used to help us understand what we're consuming, how our bodies work, and how we can continue to level up our lives. Yeah, and tracking calories can be something that can help us live our lives, fuel our lives, fuel our activity appropriately, because the last thing we would want to do is for somebody to get obsessive with their calories and maybe under eat or venture into really restrictive eating protocols or eating diets and restrictive diets and things like that. Yeah, so what are calories? Yeah, what are calories? Pamela? A calorie is a unit of measurement. It's actually a unit of heat defined by the amount of heat required to raise the temperature of one kilogram of water by one degree Celsius. So what does that really measure? Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> it measures energy based on how much energy is required to heat up water. Okay. So how exactly does that translate to bodies and food? So food is an organic matter. Whether or not your food is actually organic, Organic doesn't really matter, but food is an organic matter. So organic matter contains carbon. When you eat, the chemical bonds in the food create these links between carbon and hydrogen molecules. So there are certain enzymes in the body that are present and it helps to work alongside these bonds in very controlled and very specific ways to help create energy. That's the short version, I'm guessing. <laughs> so yes, we ingest calories, we ingest food, and that is then converted into energy. Hmm. So can you give me further explanation as to what calories are, please, Miss Pamela? Right. Okay. So in the body, this means different foods go through a process of breaking down and reforming these bonds differently. So there are certain foods that are structurally more difficult for the body to break down 
down and create energy out of, okay? So it means that those foods are harder for your body to work through. It's harder to increase the temperature of water by one degree. Those foods mean more calories. If it's harder for your body to structurally break apart those bonds and turn them into energy, then that particular food item has a higher caloric amount. Okay, fair enough. I think I'm starting to get it. Right. So it's not like a certain food has a unit of measurement of content per se. It's not that you're consuming more calories as in, oh, I ate this one noodle. That's the equivalent of five apples. What it really means is that your body has to work harder to break those foods down and make good use of it. That would be a very big noodle to equate to five apples, I think. Just one long, big noodle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming what you're saying is, and I think I understand what this means, roughly, no one is building a pile of good or bad food in the body. We fill our bodies with food regardless. It's a matter of how hard the body has to work to convert the food into the right kinds of energy or to use the nutrients, digest, etc. So if you eat donuts all day, which is the dream life, right? <laughs> Your body has to work harder to find the good nutrients in there and send those to the right locations like glucose and glycogen in our muscle fibers and things like that because our body's going to use those carbohydrates, right? Because there aren't as many nutrients in donuts per se because they might not necessarily be a nutrient-dense food like broccoli. They do have carbs, which will turn glucose into energy, which can be useful, especially if you're an active person, but that kind of energy will be used in a certain way that doesn't leave a lot in the reserve tank for those late later energy needs. And that's also why you may experience a major sugar crash later when you have that insulin spike and that inevitable dip in the blood sugar. The remaining calories will be stored as body fat if you've got a remainder, right? That your body's not converting into energy. In contrast, let's say we have a bowl full of blackberries which PS is also a surprisingly good source of fiber and fiber is super important for digestion. So extra bonus points for the blackberries. These, if you track them and you look at them, have a lower calorie amount. It means the body can more easily make good use of them. Did you know that a whole cup of blackberries is only 62 calories? So your body only needs 62 units of measurement to break those blackberries apart. One plain glazed donut from Dunkin' is 260 calories. Wow, that definitely shifts the paradigm a little bit, but are you telling me I can never have a donut again? No, Kyle, we love donuts here. It's treat day. We had a donut like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we love them fiercely. What we are saying is that it pays to be aware of how that number on the label works, the food label, and what it really means, right? And how calories actually work. So noted. Okay, so it takes longer and it's harder for my body to process donuts. So... So this means that stuff, it eventually adds up. If we're continually eating or drinking, which this can sometimes mean the fancy coffee drinks that you get at the drive-thru or the six-pack of craft beers, those are calorically dense foods. That's what they're called. It just means that it takes a lot more work for your body to break them down and make use of them. And when we do this regularly and frequently with those dense foods, the body cannot work through all the foods, breaking down and creating those bonds up 
appropriately. So there's an excess. So it can't work through all the foods and create all the bonds and break them down appropriately. Right. So that's when the body puts on extra body fat it can and it's in the storage unit. So a storage unit is fine if you're going to an apartment and eventually you will move your keepsakes into a new house. This is how you can think about it. However, if you're trying to downsize, those family photo albums are going to keep sitting there because you won't have room for them. And we start to build an unhealthy amount of body mass, excess fat, when we are consuming more food than what our body can break down at a time. Right. So in nutrition terms, this is called a caloric surplus. Right. This is the energy balance conundrum, right? Because if we're trying to burn body fat, we want to be in a caloric deficit, meaning burning more calories than we're taking in. Eating more than what the body can use at a time just gets added up in storage. Okay. So that's all a caloric surplus is. If we're in a caloric deficit, we're allowing our body to use what we eat and a little from the storage unit. And that's how we access and then decrease the amount of excess body fat. Everybody needs a certain amount of food per day to keep it running. That's what's known as your basal metabolic rate. That's your BMR. Baseline homeostasis. That is what we're talking about. Okay. We use a mathematical formula to determine what a person's baseline is based on their age, their current weight, their gender assigned at birth, their height, activity level. And the method that we use is pretty darn accurate. This gives us an average idea of the amount of calories you need to keep things going. So the amount of energy input you need from food to curate a healthy amount of energy output in movement while also potentially accessing some of those reserve stores. If there are goals to increase or decrease what's in the storage unit, we make adjustments to the baseline amount of calories so your body can either add to or take away from the extra. Yeah, and there are BMR calculators online. Just Google BMR calculator if you want to determine what your baseline is or what an appropriate amount of calories might be. Play around with it though because it can be different depending on your activity level, which is going to vary widely. If you've got a really active job, you don't necessarily want to be restrictive with your calories. You want to fuel your life, so have an appropriate amount of calories. There is such a thing as under eating and it usually results in some potential binge behavior where we restrict for certain amounts of time and then all of a sudden we're starving and then we're just eating a lot and when you average it out it becomes a caloric surplus or a potential caloric surplus. So in essence math and science matter right? Yes they do. It is incredibly important. One of the things that Kyle and I are very passionate about is giving people knowledge and empowering them to make great choices for their lives and the kind of language that we love to use is fuel your life. And this is the stuff that we're talking about. We're saying make sure that you are consuming the fuel that allows you to live life the way that you want to, that allows you to have the energy to keep moving, that allows you to continue to level up. And so doing some of the math to really understand what an appropriate amount of energy input you need to sustain that, to fulfill that, and to continue to level up is pretty darn important. So when we talk about calories, this is the kind of stuff that we want to have in mind. We're talking about using your body the way it was designed, based on science, to help keep you going in the best way possible. Genius. I love it. Okay. So if you have any more questions about calories, maybe you're just curious what your BMR could potentially be and you're not sure how to find that information, you can hit us up. We'll find it for you or we'll navigate it with you. Feel free to email us at betterselfnutrition at gmail.com. Check out our pretty website at www.betterselfnutrition.com. We've got some more information about what we do, how we help people, our coaching services, as well as some testimonials and some quotes and things on there. Feel free to follow us on Instagram 
Instagram at Better Self Nutrition. We've got a free group on Facebook at Better Self Community Group on Facebook. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. We really do appreciate it. If you liked the podcast or you got something out of it, we would love to have you share it with your friends on your social media. Make sure to tag us. Yeah, and if you really want to help the podcast out and help us spread our message far and wide, you could help us enable the algorithm to show our podcast to many people by giving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time. Talk to you later.